0: What is up, everybody? Episode ninety. Whew. If you can't get excited this week, I don't know when you're gonna get excited. Uh, if you're anywhere in New York in the Tri-State area, we got the Giants playing the Jets this week. Not exactly the uh, you know the showdown that folks were expecting when Aaron Rodgers took the reins this year before he went down with injury, but still uh, the battle of the backups, little Tyrod Taylor against uh, Zach Wilson. It's uh, it's gonna be an interesting matchup, and that's just on the football front. Obviously, we've got you know. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey show going on, a lot of fun. But you got the World Series starting up this week. And as I record this, NBA tip-off. I watched a game last night, and now we have a full slate tonight. Um, you know, this is kind of what it's all about. I know that there's a, a segment of collectors out there who will collect their cards, even if there were no games. Uh, these are the uh, the hobby purists, the ones who like to bark at you from their stories. I do it myself every now and again. Um, you know, the people who will collect wrestling cards or tell you that totally certified cards are actually valuable, um, because they and their friends are hoarding them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those fun things, but for the rest of us, you know, the other, you know, 80% of fans and let's call it the people who are coming into the, uh, the hobby over the, the next couple of years, you know, the people that like fanatics probably going to be going after the fans, your collection is sort of an extension of your fandom, right? And I think that that is probably a good thing, right? Um, Somebody who wants to own a card of the player that they cheer for, the player they root for, it's like, like buying a jersey. You know, people aren't buying, you know, $80 jerseys on Fanatics because they're expecting to be able to flip it next month for more money than they paid for. No, it's something they want to own to display their fandom, to, you know, support their team. And... You know, I can see a world where people are buying the rookie card of the guy on their team, not just one Binyama, but, you know, whoever the rookie is on your team, and oh, this is it, this is how I'm supporting. It's, it's almost like, if you want to make a ridiculous comparison, you know, the, the fans of the Green Bay Packers who go out there and buy stock in the team, right? They go out and they buy stock in, in the Green Bay Packers, even though there's no ownership of it, it's like a fake thing. But you want to say hey i'm a shareholder in the green bay packers i own a, a share i own five shares of, you know i gave my kid a share of the packers for uh, you know for his birthday you know it's it's uh, it's an interesting thing right and um yeah i mean i i uh, i think that there is room for you know for for the hobby to grow in that regard not just in hey let's collect and you know let's have some fun and and do this other stuff it's it's hey i'm a fan you know, and and the NBA season, eighty-two games. Let's go. You know, let's you know, let's go and let's go and 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 buy some cards of of the guy we're going to cheer on this. You know, this season. Um, I'm going to get into a little NBA preview. Should be some fun stuff. Um, you know, and we'll uh, we'll have some fun. And Ian, who do you think wins the NBA championship this year? Might as well throw it out there. Who's going to win? The Bucks. The Bucks. How come? Demon Rowan. And Lillard to Giannis, and it's just going to be tough to guard and, them. And, and, and big eyes Portis. Yeah, all right. Crazy eyes Portis. All right. So, I mean, there you have it, folks. I don't really need to even do an episode on it. Um, NBA preview, that's always fun. Got to talk for a second before we do that about um, about um, baseball. You got to love it, man. You know, it, it's one of those things that it's a, it's a nice reminder, right? That, you know, anything can happen and usually does, right? You can have all the payroll in the world. Texas spent some money this year and they've, you know, they've made it. Um, But even they are not a hundred win team. You know, the Orioles won a hundred games. You know, Yankees spent a lot of money. They didn't even make the playoffs. Right. But here you are, you have, um, you know, Texas and the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, a team that, you know, the Dodgers should have squashed a team that the Phillies were supposed to squash. And yet, Neither of them did. And you have this team to root for, a true sort of underdog. And, I mean, I, I think it's really going to be fun to watch, right? It's, it's, it's just one of those things um, that, you know, sports gives you, right? It's one of those things that, you know, you get from sports that you don't get anywhere else. What's up, honey? I'm calling it the World Series of the two teams that didn't make it into the playoffs Six years ago. All right. Well, I mean, listen. You you know, you're righter than you uh, you know than you realize because the teams that they just beat were the teams that were in the World Series last year, right? So you kind of get tired of seeing the same teams. I personally get very tired of seeing the Astros do anything. Um, so anytime that they lose, I'm happy. Um, I will note that for those of you collectors out there, if you can dump your Kyle Tucker cards, a guy who I've been high on, a guy who I think is very good and has a good baseball future. Um, If you could jump your Kyle Tucker cards for anywhere near value on him, I would because he just showed that in the bright shining lights of the playoffs, he will shrink. He is Devin Booker. He is a ghost in crunch time. He is someone who you cannot count on when the lights are brightest. Now that could change. A-Rod was pretty terrible in the playoffs until he wasn't. Uh, Same kind of stuff. But yeah, I I watched a lot of those games and Kyle Tucker was somebody I was high on. He's got a sweet swing. Um, He puts up some really good numbers, you know, was a dark horse candidate for MVP. Yes, I said that right. MVP this year. Um, and uh, yeah, he he did not show off in the playoffs. On the other hand, your Dan Alvarez is a beast. I mean, in the offseason now, I, I may be looking to try to add a couple of cards of his. That's a guy who stays healthy, which is a big if. can put up some monstrous numbers from a career perspective. Um, and that's baseball. I know nobody cares about baseball. And even less people care about hockey. And unless people care about pickleball, uh, but we're not going to get into that. So funny tweet I saw today, um, guys can go look at it. Brian Gray from Leaf, um, I, I should have saved this and just put it in my in my um, <laughs> in, in my news. I love Brian Gray. Tried to have him on as a guest a bunch of times. He um, he put a picture of Barry Sanders up, and you know, basically was like, hey, you know. Barry Sanders retired at, at the top of this game at the top. He was the you know he was the pinnacle of performance. He was the beacon that I never really understood, you know, until now. Cause I retired at the peak also. And you're like, what? <laughs> the, what? You retired at the peak of what? Uh physical performance like me? I <laughs> mean, hey now. Ooh, how many chins do I have over here? Looks like a, a little extra one. So, basketball. Let's do it this way. Let's have some fun. I'm gonna tell you. Who I would um look at for sort of awards. I, I took a little notes for myself because maybe that's something you can you know you can use for you know investment purposes. I think the prohibitive rookie of the year is Victor Wembanyama. I think he's gonna go out there and have some some you know some crazy stats. It's difficult to pick anybody else. I'm sure there'll be some other good rookies, but I think rookie of the year that's probably the easiest one. Um I think for your MVP, whew, I think it's going to come down to Giannis and uh, and and the Joker again, and if the Joker wins again, oof! I mean that's some crazy stuff. Joel, huh? Joel. Yeah, Joel Embiid. He he did. He won Joel Embiid. But now they're talking about trading him. The Mickey uh, Mouse. um, Mouse. Um, But but you won the year before that, so he'd be a a multi winner, and you know you know he came very close to winning last year. Interesting stuff. Defensive Player of the Year.
1: I got to tell you.
0: You think it's I, I think it's Georgia, again. Yeah. Evan Mobley. That's my pick. <laughs> Evan Mobley, that's my pick. Third <laughs> year. He's, uh, gonna he's not gonna get injured. He's not gonna get injured. Six man of the year, you're gonna love this one, buddy. It was tough. I had it narrowed down. Torian to Prince. That he loves Tory and Prince on the Lakers. I was going to give a little nod to Emmanuel quickly and really say good. <laughs> it's Bobby Portis. Love him, see. What do you think? Bobby Portis? Sixth man yeah. of the year? Yeah, See, so yeah, I knew he'd like that. He's he's big on the bucks this year. Um, most improved player. I'm going to give you four names. You tell me which one you think. You ready? Alp Sangoon. I've had some cold sanguins in my time. Alperin Sangoon. Jonathan Kaminga on an improved, uh, Warriors team. Tyrese Maxey takes a step forward because who the heck knows who he's going to be playing with. And Patrick Williams of the Bulls. Those are my four. Who do you think? I think Maxey. I think Maxie could really turn it on this year. They told Harden today, uh, he came reporting, ready to travel with the team. They told him they didn't want him traveling with the team, and this talk of them trading and beat. Who knows if that actually happens? But I mean, Max it's gonna be Maxie's team very, very soon. Um James Harden is still in Houston. Hmm. Interesting. I think Adrian Griffin yeah. is gonna be your coach of the year. Is. You don't know who that is. The team, he's the coach of the team that you think is going to win the championship. So there you oh, go. Oh, you're know to coach of the year now. Yeah, that's just all the awards, right? And you know, for your Not for anymore. your for your playoff teams, man. What I guess maybe just the best More way of doing this, of right? Team. Who do I think is going to be? I'm going like straight chalk in the East. I think it's it, there are clear-cut two top teams. I think it's the Bucks and the Celtics. Yeah, I kind of can't stand that. I am intrigued by the Kristaps Porzingis pickup by the Celtics. You know, he gives him a tall guy in the middle. I know they've had Robert Williams. I know they've had, you know, a bunch of like, you know, um, you know, uh, shot blockers in the middle. But Porzingis is somebody who can extend Giannis out a little, like make Giannis play defense. Um, and, he, you know, he's, he's a, a scoring big man if he stays healthy who can compete. And you kind of have to, right? You kind of have to um, have that when you're against Denver with, um, you know, with the Joker and, you know, if it's the Grizzlies who come back, maybe less distraction this year, um, you know, then, you know, it's it's Triple J, your favorite, Ian. Even the Suns, I mean, people forget KD. KD, and, you know, he's a big dude. Um, but, I, I mean, again, chalk. Most likely the Suns and the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Although I got my eye on on on, on the Grizzlies. I I just do. I mean, I think the Grizzlies can be can be um, you know pretty awesome. Um, I think chalk, you know, if you really want to just go nuts because I, I watched the game last night, I think the Lakers are an improved team and Denver just, you know, they just they look too good, too good at passing. Um, you know, I don't know how many more years you're gonna get if the joker playing at this level. But with him playing and firing all cylinders, if you get anything out of Gordon, which they did yesterday, you get anything out of, um, you know, uh, Murray and Michael Porter Jr. And then you add on those depth, those role players like KCP that they added in. Um, you know, I think you could be looking at another Nuggets championship with the Joker as the finals MVP. Um, I know that is, you know, silly. Here we are one game in, but if he just plays the game at a real high level, doesn't mean I'm buying his stuff because I, I think you're basically seeing this, you know, this flash, this peak, and then I think we're going to be done. I think people are going to catch up to him. I think he's going to slow down. Um, and I think he doesn't even really have the desire. I've talked about this a bunch of times to really play, um, you know, for that long. He's making a ton of money. He doesn't really love it here. Um, <laughs> he just crazy, wants to go home and spend his money and do his stuff. So that's the deal. A lot of fun stuff to talk about this season. What I'm pulling for and what I can see happen. Dark Horse out in the West, not making the finals, but potentially competing for sort of like, a, you know, a, a definitely a home playoff round um, and maybe, you know, winning two rounds and, you know, fighting for a, a shot in the West Conference Finals. I like the Pelicans. I really want to see Zion stay healthy for an entire year. Um, we have his cards. Yes, that's true. We have a couple, two of his cards. Um, everybody knows about the 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 Green Pulse RR25, right, but I mean the league is just better when its stars are playing and when we're you know we're we're seeing that next level of star. I'd like to see Anthony Edwards really take that step forward. Also, I'm curious to see how the super teams work out. Um, is this – notice what I've mentioned in the West, right? What are the teams I talked about? I talked about the Nuggets. I talked about the Suns super team with Bradley Beal being added. I talked about the Grizzlies and John Morant, hopefully not distracted by you know off-court nonsense, and he could take a step forward. I talked about the Pelicans. The Lakers look good. They added some nice pieces out there. The Lakers – I haven't talked about the Warriors, you know, the Steph Curry team, the dynasty, you know, they're returning, you know, the Draymond's a little injured to start the season off, but they're returning the Splash Brothers. Clay, a year removed from, you know, his injury again. You, you, you know, you expect to see more from him. Steph still in his prime, Draymond. And who did they add? Is this the C-P-J. season where Chris Paul actually gets a title? No one's I'm really so, talking about if, that. Even if he gets a ring, I'm still calling him CP3 no rings. CP3 no rings, c 3 CP C3PO no O rings like a Star Wars thing. It was funny. Nobody really talking about those guys, which I think is probably the way they would like it. You know, imagine a team that has Steph Curry, CP3, Klay Thompson, you know, basically NBA 75 players up and down Draymond Green being a dark horse, you know, showing up and and being an underdog and surprising people. How can that team sneak up on you? Uh, you, It might actually happen. So, um, you know, in the East, and I gotta tell you something. I'm gonna throw it out there, right? So you can play this again. I think Trey Young puts up some gaudy offensive numbers this year. I think he competes for a scoring title. There you go. I, I just throw it out there. I don't know if everyone's gonna care. I don't know if that's gonna, you know, there's gonna be show bidding and nobody likes Trey and he doesn't play much in the way of defense. And you know what what's the most you can expect from the Hawks? four or five seeds, something like that, you know, you're not expecting him to compete for a championship or, or, or anything there. I just think individual numbers wise, he's going to put up some, some, some scoring numbers this year. Um, And also in the East, I expect Tatum to take, us. this is a huge year for Tatum, I think, right? You know, he's that guy who you've been, you know, now for five, six years expecting he's going to be the guy he's going to take over. And, you know, despite that, I think last year was finally, year he pulled away from that one, a one B Jalen Brown and him, you know, he the guy, but they, they haven't won. Right. You know, and I'm not saying he needs to win it all this year. Right. Because that Bucks team got better. Um, but you'd like to see him really take a step up, be the, you know, like a, a true MVP, like top three, you know, him, Giannis, Joker, and then everybody else is kind of like, you know, a step, a, a step lower. Um, and that leaves one other thing from a hobby perspective, Luca, We haven't even talked about him. Um, I don't think the Dallas team is going to be that good. I didn't like what I saw last year out of Kyrie and Luka. Um, I don't know that they play well together. Um, Kyrie has kind of imploded almost every situation that we've seen him go into. And if I were holding you know, Luka cards right now, and there are people who have a lot of Luka cards and a lot of money in Luka cards about holding Luka cards, I'd be a little nervous. Um I'd be a little nervous hold of this stuff because he's another guy who could put up some stats, but, you know, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, we've mean, 2023, maybe six years, you know, a year, year on uh, Tato. I know he's young, but how, how long are we going to say he's so young? He's got so many things ahead of him. You know, the numbers don't matter. It, it's got to convert to winning at some point to justify the prices for, uh, you know, for his cards. Um so there's a little NBA a little NBA preview. I'm excited to go watch the games. I got my league pass to even watch the games, bro. Um, bro. We're going to have to see if LeBron makes his team better. Um, I'm pretty sure plus minus with him on there yesterday on the court, he was plus and, you know, they were negative with him out. Um, I know in the fourth quarter I heard a stat while I was watching it that they were plus seven with him on and minus seven with him off or minus 14 with him it off. Minus 14. And minus 14, so it's an like overall negative seven Um, They were losing by seven. They went on to lose the game. I don't know whether or not that kind of that gap closed. Um, You know, they were, they were arresting him a lot yesterday. His first game, they don't rush him back. Um, Remains to be seen what he can do, if anything, with that team. You know, can he work with that team and, and make them better so that when he's out, they are not, you know, just crumbling, which is what it looked like was happening yesterday. But some intriguing pieces added there. I mean, Christian Wood on the inside to help out with some of the dirty work there with uh, you know, with, with uh, Davis. Got um, yeah, Cam Reddish. The always dangerous Cam Reddish. Um, from a hobby perspective, everybody keep doing your thing. I hope that, um, you know, it's earning season on stocks. A lot of great earning season. A lot of companies reporting good earnings, Bitcoin going up, you know, you um, I'm hopeful that we, you know, continue to receive good economic news, you know, inflation comes down a little bit rates come down a little bit and you know everybody's doing well and you know everybody's prepared for an economic downturn and hopefully it doesn't come or at least not as bad as what you know people thought. Um, And there's, you know, still money for people to spend on discretionary stuff like cards. Um, But if there isn't, you know. As we head into the end of the year, it's always a good time to do one of those audits that we've talked about a bunch of times. Make those piles. Make one good pile. Make a pile of the ones you can't live without, the ones you can, and go through your collection. I'm not going to use the word consolidate because I'm not talking about consolidating. If that is what you you want to do after selling, go right ahead. But, you know, there's always a good time to take stock in your collection. Um, Just be careful. Don't get emotional. Don't get crazy. Don't say, okay, NBA started. I'm going to sell all of my my baseball cards right now and try to buy NBA because you're going to get – the least free baseball cards now, unless you got Corbin Carroll. Um, and you're going to be paying a premium for NBA because that's what everybody's looking at right now because season's just starting. I mean, you might want to sell your basketball and buy your baseball. <laughs> you know, zig when everybody else is zagging. Speaking of, auction houses. Um, I see a lot of, oh, let's do an auction recap or let's do a live while the auction is ending and talk about, uh, you know, hockey cards and this and that. I really see the auction houses themselves coming out and doing stuff. I see Robert Edwards every now and again, and I, you know I see Heritage doing it. Obviously, I mentioned both of those guys in my uh, in my news this week. But um, where's Ken? I just ask, where's, where's Mr. Golden? I asked that because I got a I got a pretty expensive card ending this week in their October premiere, and uh, I know it falls you know to the bottom of page one or maybe page two. But you know right now that card's looking like it's going to sell for 50% of what I paid for. I'm going to take a bath on it. And, you know, I'd love to see auction houses do kind of like, uh, Hey, here's the, here's lot number one, lot number two, you know, what does it take? 30 seconds, like do a live five minutes, 10 minutes, especially somebody like, you know, can on the golden team. I know they that, fil- you know, they're, they're filming their Netflix show and all that stuff. I think they just wrapped on season two. That'll be out, you know, shortly, I'm sure on Netflix, but uh, don't forget about us guys who are selling our cards with you. I know I'm not the only one. And there is my wrap. You guys enjoy. Go have some fun, watch some basketball games. The kid says the Bucks are winning, and I have a hard time disagreeing with them. Enjoy, guys. Talk to you soon.